everyone. I hope you've checked out the Why Mommy Drinks Patreon page. It's over at patreon.com slash whymommydrinks. The Why Mommy Drinks monthly subscription starts as low as $2.50 a month. And for whatever tier that you choose are some bonuses. So if you checked on our social media, you will have seen our $5 and up patrons all get a social media shout out. And pretty soon I'm going to get the video shout out for our $10 and up patrons. And today I'm giving a shout out to our $20 and up patron, Ashley Beckard. A toast to you, Ashley. Ashley, I remember you sent in a story about taking your kid to a swim class at the YMCA, and it was a nightmare. Kaka. Anyway, thank you so much, Ashley and everyone else, for supporting the show. Your financial support is going to help the show continue, so check that out. www.patreon.com slash whymommydrinks. And again, a toast to you, Ashley Beckard. Welcome to Why Mommy Drinks. This is Betsy Stover. And this week we have a special co-host, uh, a guest co-host, um, but you know her, Amy Albert. Hi, you do know me. We're doing it. <laughs> you know Amy. She's come on the show, what, two times, three times? You've been on a bunch. Yeah, a bunch. Yes. And this episode, we are joined by an actor slash music. An actor slash magical unicorn, Jordan Scoville. Hi, ladies. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey, girl. Hey. Welcome to the show, Jordan. I'm so Thanks happy you're here. Me. me too. I'm excited to be here. Um, so I have uh, I have three kids. They are all boys, four, eight, and nine. Amy, tell tell everybody what you got. I have a boy and a girl. My girl is five, and my Boy is two and a half. Mm, I have a, a singleton, a little girl named Elliot. Lovely. How old is Elliot? She turned five uh, in July. Oh, perfect. You know, Jordan and I were actually in the same birthing class we at were. the hospital. We were. <laughs> That's so special. Yeah. yeah. So our kids were born uh, really close together. And um, do you remember how that nurse was so, we were all like so hugely pregnant. It's just so like, this is bullshit. Just like so sweaty just from sitting. Yeah, and it was. And then like they didn't share half of the things that could possibly happen to you <laughs> through labor and delivery. She just kept going. Babies are just such a blessing. I have, <laughs> I have eight, and let me tell you, every single one is more special. And she was just like so excited. She didn't say, she? "Yes, she said kids are a blessing." No, she had four or five. She had a bunch. She had a bunch. Oh boy. Oh yeah. boy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, sure. Yes, they are. But like, also, all right. Like, don't tell that to a bunch of angry pregnant people <laughs> who are no. hot. It was the summer. It was really hot. <gasps> yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah. Yeah. 
It was like like New York on a subway, like where I would just leave butt prints everywhere. Huh? Yeah. Yes, I was just gonna say I was pregnant with my oldest, and uh, and he I gave birth to him September fifteenth. So I was like crazy pregnant for for the summer. Oh, okay. uh, learned learned that the learned the hard way. Um, but uh, <laughs> didn't do that again. Um, but yeah, it was the hottest summer on record. Uh, when so. It was like, I just remember going into the uh, subway and waiting for the train and being so pregnant and so hot and sweaty. And I would get like Braxton Hicks because it was just like the worst. It was just the worst. (laughs) The worst. The worst. You were in in New York when that was happening. Yeah. Oh, jeez. I had my first two kids in New York. Oh, that's right. In New York City. Um, Being pregnant in New York City. Is not fun. That no, at all. but at least you walked a lot. <gasps> I did walk so much. It's right? true. <laughs> it's that's true. a really good point. <laughs> I I like am getting my own hot flashes thinking about being pregnant in the subway. So pregnant <sighs> in the subway during the summer. <laughs> so <sighs> the worst. And people would not give up their seats and stuff. Like it was very like you chose to be pregnant, so you can probably stand with your. You choices. can deal with it. Uh, yeah. What <laughs> the fuck? Women, women would often give their seats up. Of course, of course I mean, they would. Yeah, that makes like a hundred percent sense. Yeah. <laughs> so by the time I had my second kid, I would just like boss people around more. Like I would have to. Like for I would have to have the baby strapped to me, and then I would take my oldest in a stroller, and I'd, I would always need help getting the stroller up and down all the stairs going in and out of the subway, and I would just I would just wait wait for a young man, and then I'd be like, <laughs> Hey, can you help me? I need help. Can you help me? And then make him help me. <laughs> yeah, for you. Yeah, good. For you. Good. For, yeah. Ser- my best friend just moved back to the city. She had both of her kids in New York, and then moved away and just came back and um i i moms in new york city i am so proud of you yeah they're hard totally. work you are doing it and you have all all of my respect because I, I can barely do it here and i haven't walked in seven years since i moved here <laughs> <laughs> yeah which is yes to all of that yeah, man. A turning point for me, actually, uh, about like wanting to move away from the city was uh, was when I was on the subway once and I saw a woman. She had a baby strapped to her front. She had a baby strapped to her back. She had a kid in a stroller. No. And she was holding another one by their nope. hand. No. Nope. She was standing. And I was just like, oh my God, she's like a pioneer woman, like a woman yeah. on the prairie, except <sighs> with none of like the good fun parts of being on the prairie. She's in this shitty subway. And I was like, fuck <laughs> this. Yeah. Like, why like, are why is this so hard? I don't want to do this. Seriously. But wait like, a minute. What's that. good about a prairie? What happens on a prairie that I don't know about, Betsy? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, you get to hunt buffalo Um, you get to mm -hmm. meet lots of new friends who know Mm -hmm. a lot about the land and area um you get to make your own the land land. um do you guys love i am like obsessed with all those historical reality shows you know what i'm talking about uh like no like drunk history (laughs) (laughs) 
I mean, it's pretty accurate, so that should count. <laughs> no, like oh. uh, PBS made a bunch of them. So one was like colonial house or something, and like they had all these people. Um, they like dropped them off uh, in, the, you know, it's essentially they reenact certain parts of history. So there was one called like 1940s house. They had a whole family living in a house and they recreated the experience of what it was like to live in London um, during the uh, during World War Two. And so they had them go through like rations and they would have to listen to radio program. Like everything is realistic. It's like you take a time machine back. Hold so there on. Was one that yes. Do you put a family that isn't yes. realizing that what they're going to be doing is experiencing what it's like to live in the 1940s? They have like auditioned and they are excited to be there. Oh. oh. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so there was one called I don't know who would do this one, but there was one called Victorian Slum House. Oh, yes. It was like <laughs> Victorian times, and you were in this horrible tenement building, and you had to like shit in buckets, and it you know was awful, and all these people wanted to be on it, and they all like starved. It was terrible. I love to shit in a bucket. Put me on the show. Nothing. I don't have an excuse to shit in a bucket unless I'm on a reality show. magical so good yeah so there's like a zillion of them if if that's your jam listener you can go on like uh youtube and there's a whole bunch there's like endless different ones and they england makes a bunch of them and pbs (laughs) make it i just fucking love it i love it that's awesome i just love the idea of england being like we need to bust another one of these out (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they do. let's do it reason. guys let's get it going see what we can do let's envision what it looks like in space <laughs> oh my god i wish oh my god i think there is one. no no no, no. I, I think there's one that i haven't watched which is like a biosphere one oh. which essentially is like space space house or like future house uh-huh uh it makes sense, Wait. actually, because BBC is like PBS on steroids, right? Mm-hmm. So, of course, they're like, let's turn this stuff out. It's like, it's kind of educational. It actually is pretty educational. <laughs> but it but it doesn't make you feel bad for watching shitty reality TV because you're learning about history. That's, yes. that's a good way in. I like that. Right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> when you yeah, said, I, th- I, only, I can only think of like when you said that I was like oh do you mean biodome with Polly Shore <laughs> 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 I'm sure that's how they pitched it <laughs> you know that awesome movie we all love that classic <laughs> that we In all the, saw like, early 90s right oh I, that sounds right yeah that does sound very right yeah yeah biodome. what uh, was the uh Biodome, is that the one where um, Brendan Fraser was the? Oh no, that's Encino. That's Encino Man. Oh right, right, right. I mean, it's possible that they they were like that was such a hit. Let's have these two, (laughs) Laurel and Hardy, do another (laughs) movie. (laughs) Fucking Abbott and Costello, Polly Shore and Brendan Fraser. I love heartthrobs. Heartthrobs. I think in Biodome wasn't it one of the. the Baldwins, though, I think it was one of the Baldwins, right? I have no idea. 
I don't remember either. Oh, wait. I want to say it was Jim Brewer. Was it Jim Brewer? Oh. <laughs> I'm going to Google it. <laughs> Look, this is These important. Questions must be answered. Let's oh. see. Hey, you called it. Stephen Baldwin. Oh. He's a. Uh, yes. Stephen ba- is it is that the one whose daughter is married to Justin Bieber? I don't know, but this day is getting better and better. <laughs> I don't know. Anything, oh, and Joey so Adams no idea. and Kylie Minogue. Wow. Oh. What a what a treat. It's from 1996. Wow, that's later than I thought. I yeah, yeah me too. All right, I'm gonna put that away, otherwise I'm gonna be too interested. <laughs> Guess what? Why Mommy Drinks turns to Biodome. <laughs> Let me see. Oh, I am right. Yes. his That's his daughter who's married to Justin Bieber. Okay. Betsy, I think you're going down a wormhole. What? I think you're going down a wormhole. <laughs> Pull it back. Hey, come Pull on it back. back. Come on okay. back. Oh, to hi. Us. Hi. Oh, hi. It's hard to stay focused these days. No, yeah. I wonder why. Because you're stuck at home. <laughs> well, here, let me uh, uh, let me start by telling you something that's been breaking me lately. Um, so so uh, let let's see. So I'm always I've always been a like a real night owl. Like just you know after years in sort of comedy and entertainment and you know doing like 11 p.m shows and you know that sort of thing my I just naturally my body clock wants to I kind of want to like stay up until uh two in the morning and then like sleep till 10 that's kind of where my body naturally kind of uh wants to rest and uh and I've always been that way though even from when I was a kid so when I had kids, it didn't really change. Like I still want to stay up all night. And part of it too, is that I'm an introvert. I like being alone. Um, for the first, you know, like 10 years of my life, I was an only child. So I, I like being alone and having quiet time to my thoughts. And sometimes I don't even like to go to bed until my husband goes to bed and I have a little alone time even then. Um, but so anyway, so nighttime is like a really, you know, after the kids go to bed, like I just can't deal like a minute more. Like a lot of times I'll do bedtime, which is, you know, uh, with three little boys, like it's already kind of like insane and chaotic and kind of a nightmare, even on like a good day. Um, <laughs> Cause it's just like, how many times can I say like, please stop uh dancing with your brother and go brush your teeth like did you brush your teeth can you brush your teeth could you please i like the inflection the actual making it a question did you brush your teeth (laughs) (laughs) oh hey i see you it at no point have you disappeared into the bathroom for two minutes but you won't (laughs) stop talking please go brush your fucking yeah so it's just (laughs) um it's so and it like People, uh, these kids should be able to go up and do all this shit on their own anyway. You know, like they should be able to go upstairs. I should be able to say like, go upstairs and get ready for bed and I'll see you in like half an hour. But that's not how shit goes down because then nothing would happen. So we have to go up there and like, you know, watch them like jail wardens while they get ready and like remind them a hundred times to do shit. While you're literally in the bathroom with them. 
and you're oh, they're yeah. looking at themselves in the mirror and you're like have you started brushing you're not brushing your teeth you're not yeah where's your oh toothbrush? my god yes. your toothpaste for real or like <laughs> a lot of times the two oldest one will they'll sort of park their um so we have a quip Hey, Quip, could you be a sponsor, please? We ha- They have, like, kids' Quip toothbrushes, which are, like, kind of – they're, like, a regular toothbrush, but it just kind of vibrates a little. Um, but so they'll stick it – they'll kind of, like, park it in their cheek, and then they'll, like, amble into the bedroom so that they can talk and dance and fuck around. And and so, like, of course their front teeth look insane, like Crypt Keeper, like, like insane. <laughs> like, their front teeth are so dirty. And, and a big part of it, I think, is because they don't brush their teeth in the mirror. They just park it in their cheek and then they walk around. And I don't know if they even are, like, brushing the front of their teeth. But at eight but, and nine, they're at a point where I can't – it's really hard to be like, hey, I'm going to brush your teeth for you. Yeah. Right. You are so bad at it. Um, you okay, should, so anyway. like, get them to draw pictures of their teeth or you should draw pictures of their teeth and then show them what their molars and their side teeth look like. These big, bright, white, shiny teeth. Uh. You know what I've been doing actually is that I've been showing Bo. <laughs> I thought this was going to help, like pictures of really gross teeth of, with of people like that don't take care of it of them. Oh. And I was like, oh yeah, this is like <laughs> scared straight shit, you know? Yeah. Um, but Bo is like demented like me and she loves it she's like ew look at that one oh that guy's a tooth coming oh, out of his eye no. like loves it so it completely backfired <laughs> completely backfired that's hilarious i do yeah. i feel that Bo. i feel you yeah i think i have to like print off a bunch of pictures of like nice smiles and like put them all over the i don't want to give my kids a complex about their looks but i want them to be like interested in having nice teeth yeah yeah yeah. Because it gets to a point where I'll say crazy shit like, you're never going to get married if you don't. <laughs> <laughs> you won't find a partner if your teeth are not clean. I do that. I'm like, if you don't take good care of your teeth, no one nice will want to marry you. And then, <laughs> oh my God, I'm the worst. So anyway, this is all like so off track. So, so anyway, so when bedtime is finally over, I'm like, I am done like mic drop i'm out of here like i don't want to read any books i don't want to get anyone like then there's always like a hundred requests for like lunch meat and cheese sticks and ice cubes in a cup and like all just crazy shit and i'm just like i can't i have to go downstairs i have to be away alone um so anyway so lately the kids have been staying up it's usually the older two will will stay up really late so we'll we try to leave their room at like 8 30 but usually we're not done until like nine um and already i'm like oh god because i want to get into bed at like 11 at the latest like 11 is really good for me i usually have to like take a sleeping pill to make that work um because i just can't naturally fall asleep before midnight just i can't um so anyway so i need time to myself to like relax get things done um and lately the kids keep coming downstairs um until like 11 30 p.m and uh and it's awful because i don't get that like child free like adult time to just chill out 
and stare at a wall yeah like watch something violent and you know on tv (laughs) or you know because the other thing like i can't go i can't watch stuff if people are coming in and out and stuff uh so anyway that's been really breaking me like last night I, th- I think there were kids coming downstairs still at like 11.45. And um, and so I end up staying up super late to compensate. And then, of course, I get up to to do like school and stuff and I'm exhausted. And oh, so I'm just in this. I just, uh, you know, I'm sure you all know about um, melatonin gummies for mm-hmm. kids. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, for kids. No, I didn't know that. Okay, so, uh, I mean, I don't know how responsible this is, but I'm just going to say, Mom Hack. Mom Hack! Melatonin gummies. So you can give your kids gummies, and it's essentially like giving your kid a sleeping pill, and they work, and it's amazing. But uh, you can't give someone melatonin all the time because then it kind of stops working. And with kids, I guess what... The problem is, according to a pediatrician uh, that I've spoken to, uh, when they found out I did that, they were like, their bodies will stop producing melatonin naturally, and then, like, you'll fuck their sleep up for life. So I'm like, okay, like, we can't give them these melatonin gummies all the time. But anyway, for, they're amazing. They're amazing. If you ever really need your kid to, like, sleep or, like, for a flight or whatever, like, they're amazing. Um, um, truth bomb. Yeah. I tried the whole Benadryl route on a plane once. Yes. It doesn't work on my kid and it doesn't, oh. it doesn't make her, cause some people are like, don't do it because you don't know if they're going to get crazy bonkers or if they'll yes. go to sleep. She doesn't get crazy bonkers, but she just doesn't fucking sleep on an airplane. <sighs> like she sleeps. She never slept in her car seat and yeah. she wouldn't sleep on an airplane. She just oh, sleeps no. in her bed. Oh no, that's it's hard. Uh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, Jordan. Thank that's you. That's hard. <laughs> Wait, just her bed? So, like, if you guys are on a trip, she is. She can't sleep. Like, does she not sleep when you guys are away? Or no, Good she Good she really likes her own space, and she has since she was a little, 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 little teeny tiny baby, and she also is like a super fan of really dark. But she also is, like, afraid of the dark. So she has to have this really bright nightlight. But we recently got her an eye mask. And so now she can have a really bright nightlight. Yet she still pulls her eye mask on over her eyes when she's about to go to sleep. So it's pitch black. Nice. Yeah, I mean, it's great. But it's also, like, just turn your nightlight off, right? It'll be fine. Um, but I yeah, I mean, five year old in a night mask. I mean, it's like, the cutest thing in the world going in and checking on her at night, and she's like sprawled out, like with this night little eye mask over her face, and she keeps it on all night, most of the time. I picture her having one of those eye masks that have like little kitschy sayings, like "but first coffee" or whatever. <laughs> yes. <you know? laughs> she keeps asking for a unicorn one. She has just a basic blue one right now. Oh, oh. unacceptable. I know, I know. I'm sorry. I'm (laughs) failing. I'm failing. (laughs) If we're going to be high maintenance, maintenance, let's go all the way. Let's just double down. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. My favorite are the ones that have eyes on them. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
or like one's a winking. Yes. Yeah. That's okay. So anyway, yeah. So I don't know what to do because uh, my kids, uh, I can't give them sleeping pills all the time. And they're, (laughs) (laughs) but I want them to go to bed so that I can be alone and then also not stay up until 100 o'clock because I just need to be alone. And that's, that's my story. It's possible I just need to get like a TV in my bedroom, which I've never wanted to do. Uh, yeah. yeah, I know. I don't. I don't. I'm afraid of doing that too because I don't. I think I read somewhere that it like your you know your bedroom should be your sacred quiet mm-hmm. place. Mm-hmm. And if I had a TV in here, I would have fucking 90 Day Fiance on 24 seven, son. Because I <laughs> yes. love that show. Oh my god. Yeah, I can't. So yeah, there's other there. There are things I should be doing in my bed, mm-hmm. and and I, I wouldn't be doing any of those things if I had a TV in there. I think. Yeah, apparently you're also like not supposed to read in bed, but I'm like I want to read in bed. That's comfortable. Yeah. You're not supposed to read in bed. Why? Because you're Cause... technically people say you're only supposed to like sleep, and you know what else in bed. Cry and fart. Cry and fart. Cry and fart. (laughs) Cry and fart. Cry and fart. That's code words. (laughs) You know what? Cry. Yes. Exactly. That's what I'm afraid. I'm afraid if I have a TV in my room, I won't cry and fart uh, as often as I feel like I should. Definitely will get in the way of crying and farting if you have a TV in your room. If we're being clear. Yeah, that is what they say, they say. But like, yeah, I guess your body has like a Pavlovian response to being in the bed. And they say if you do anything else except cry and fart, um, (laughs) that your body won't want to sleep when it gets into the bed. It'll just be like, oh, it's party time. My my bed is where I read and uh, watch TV and all sorts of stuff. But apparently if you don't do those things, then you can just get into bed and your whole body's like right away. Oh, Oh, sleep hygiene. Am I right? You Am are. I right, ladies? You are. Uh, yeah. Sleep I'm hygiene. Been, is that bad. a phrase? Yeah, that oh. is a phrase. Oh. I know, like, I didn't know it either. I like it. <laughs> it's like all the good things. You're you're supposed to have good sleep hygiene. Like, uh, you know, get, get ready before you're sleepy and like get into bed and like. Don't look at uh, your phone. There you go. I'm the worst at that. So am I. Oh, of course, everyone is. I mean, yeah. that that is your alone time is when you're like laying yes! in bed before you're falling asleep and you're like, I have to mindlessly scroll for a little while so I can shut down. Yeah. And right? the blue light is just hitting your brain and you're like, oh, now I can't calm down. Yeah. <laughs> How do we get alone time? I yeah. don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so you, I don't. That's what I'm I struggling need my with. own house. <laughs> I think that's what it is. <laughs> For realties. Yes. Yeah. I we hate to say own. it. I hate this phrase, but maybe I need a she shed. Oh. she shed. <laughs> oh, boy. She shed. What? She <laughs> shed. Huh? What is this thing? It's for a she and it's a shed. Oh, I love it. I love it. I so love the alliteration. That's the mommy man cave. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, mommy is. man cave. That's not bad either. No, okay. I actually, I like mommy man cave a lot. You do like it? I do like it. 
man cave i don't know what that phrase like bums me out i can't explain why yeah i mean i i don't like the concept of a man cave like if someone is trying to pitch it if they're like let's do a remodel and you know what down here we're gonna make a man cave for you (laughs) wait what are you doing you're just making a wait hold on is it just a space that's like dark and you're what do you what do you do in this man cave (laughs) maybe that's what I don't like I don't like a room that's like gendered like this is a boys only clubhouse or like can't we just what what you're really saying you don't want a man cave you want your own room is what you're saying (laughs) that everyone else has to share but you get your own room and there's a secret knock code that you have to have in order to get into this room that is my room. If you don't know it, get the fuck out. I feel like if you have a man cave, you have to have one of those like beer signs that yes. like a neon yeah. beer sign. Yeah. And like a bar Past. like a lounger lounge. And chair. like and like a deer head on the wall. <laughs> yes. Lots yep. of dark paneling, mm-hmm. sports, mm-hmm. like a someone's jersey is in a frame. Because, mm-hmm. you know, at the end of the day, your wife will do all the work to make it. <laughs> she probably decorated it for you, so. Yes. <laughs> Kathy Ireland poster. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The name is Man. <laughs> Go. Oh. Life has been a little overwhelming lately right? We don't all have the support system in place that we normally do. And you might be feeling less happy and productive than normal. And you might be thinking, maybe it's time to talk to somebody so that you can start living your best life. BetterHelp is a safe and private online environment. They will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. And you can send a message to your counselor at any time and you'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions. And this is all without having to leave your house, (laughs) you know, find parking, sit in an uncomfortable waiting room, get a babysitter, all of that. BetterHelp is available for clients worldwide. And there's a broad range of expertise available, which might not even be available in your area. They have licensed professional counselors who specialize in depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, family conflicts, grief, anger, self-esteem, LGBT matters. It's professional, convenient, and it's more affordable than traditional online counseling. And financial aid is available. Everything you share is confidential. So many people have been going to BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. So I want you to start living a happier life today. So as a Why Mommy Drinks listener, you're going to get 10% off your first month of online counseling by visiting betterhelp.com drinks. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash drinks. So, Amy, what has uh, what's broken you? Please do tell. I will. I'm going to tell. Thank goodness. That's why I'm here. I I am. I hope so. so. Um, So, two things actually. The first one is not necessarily kid related. It is. uh, I don't have to be. Okay. Well. I have a a rash on my neck, and <laughs> Ooh, what? Do, do tell. How? Listen, guys. Okay, okay. Listen. 
It is fucking ruining my life. I oh, am no. so. I mean, I'm being dramatic, but also I'm not. So <laughs> I, um, I, so like maybe a month ago, I was like, oh, my neck's a little itchy, weird. All right, ignore it, like everything else and all my other feelings. Mm-hmm. And then I <laughs> push it down, push it down with food and alcohol. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, my favorite things. And I, um, and then like a few days later, it was like kind of red, like the line. You know, so I call my dermatologist and we do like in, you know, over the FaceTime telehealth or whatever the fuck they call it. And she goes, oh, okay. Looks like you have a rash in your neck folds. And I was like, fuck, fuck you. Fuck first you. of all, fuck you. Excuse me. I don't have a fold in my fucking neck. You, uh, where do you even get doctor? Great quote unquote. <laughs> and I go, oh, thank Thank you. And then she, the best part was that she, she was like, well, have you been sweating a lot? And I'm like, oh, fucking, of course. And then we live in Los Angeles and it's summer. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I'm like a very sweaty person anyway. But I, um, <laughs> frankly, uh, but then she asked if, if I had been um, uh, scrunching up my face and resting my chin on my on my chest like what who does who does that she's okay. like do you do this regularly and i'm like who the fuck does wait that? did she Pause do it second. for you did she show you what she was talking about yes okay. she like okay. smashed her face up so it was very and what? i'm like has anyone ever said yes what you are describing is what we all do when we look at our phone and we just were talking about how that's the only thing we can do to be alone we all we all are looking down at our fucking chest all the time because because looks like i don't know we're giving an apology it's a phoneitis she's like phoneitis do you no but okay what you're how you're describing it is normal the way that she did that she showed me it was like like she had no neck and she her chin and her chest like had a fucking thing happening and like it wasn't nothing that anyone has ever done um so um anyway it started off like that and like it has only gotten worse and since then, I cannot stop thinking about my neck folds. And so I keep, I keep going through these old pictures. Now it's like stress related because oh she's given God. you stress. Yes. She's like, yeah, she gave you a complex about yeah. my folds. And I was like, I never noticed my neck before. I mean, I'm 41. Like, I know that this is the thing that women start to go oh, fuck about. But like, I've never looked nice. at my neck. And then I, now all I do, is look at how foldy my neck is all day. Right. <laughs> I mean, ex- pardon me, but like, fuck that lady. <laughs> I yeah. it's just like I wish that she'd used a different word than fold. Yeah, uh, fold. Yeah, because it makes it sound like you're like a normal, like proportioned person, and then Except you have like for- this Michelin Man neck. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, exactly. And I was like, oh, fuck. 
So now I just try to like every time I look at my phone, I like hold it up really high. And now then I'm gonna have folds in the back. It's a nightmare. Now you're doing so, that. You, like when people tell you to take a photo, like as you're prepping for like your wedding or something, they're like, turtleneck it, turtleneck it, stick your face out, make your neck long. Oh, I've never no one's ever told me to do that. Yeah, they uh, yeah, go on. What are they telling you to do? Will- <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more about your long, beautiful fold le- fold less neck. They fold <laughs> less neck. This is how you get a fold less neck. You turtle. You turtle. Okay. You turtle it. It's just like you stick Ugh. out. I mean, you guys should see what I am doing right now. <laughs> you just like <laughs> stick out your neck over your like up and out, like towards your oh. like another person. <laughs> And like I'm drop trying. your shoulders and like stick out. And that way you can avoid any such fold. Fo- and, 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 <laughs> and your chin looks great in photos. Holy shit. Well, it's so uncomfortable though. I mean, I'm trying to do it. It feels like like if I do it any longer, my head is going to fall off. Of yeah. 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 I, and I, I just took a picture. And it looks like I'm trying to do like a bad Godfather impersonation. <laughs> I think I think we all should try to do it and take pictures. Okay, I just did it. I took a picture. I took a picture. Yeah. Nope. Still very foldy. I don't know, guys. <laughs> I, mean, it's, it's I hear old. that. Like getting older, I my yeah, especially I notice it in photos. Like all of a sudden I have these lines that are across my neck that weren't there in years past. It's horrible. Well, also, I'm getting this like notice. I'm getting like a waddle, a waddle under my no, chin. No, you're not. No, I am. I am. It's terrible. So like, I feel like I'm gonna look older than I actually am because I'll have this like, uh, this like turkey turkey neck. Ah, whatever. <laughs> make that not be a thing there's no way that you can't right like well i mean we're you know come on let's step away from it we're organic matter right so yes i don't know i don't know (laughs) your body is organic matter and it will unfortunately decompose with time so this is the aging process do you mean from the moment we're born, we're dying? Mm-hmm. Is that what you're trying to that say? That is what I'm trying to say. From the moment you breathe, you're dying. <laughs> oh, jeez. Took a turn. <laughs> it's just gotten dark. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, on one hand, yeah, I'm like, I should get liposuction under, you know, and on the other hand, I'm like, you know what? The apocalypse is coming. It's fine. I know. Who cares? Who cares? I'm sorry. It's here. It's, it's here. here. No, it's here. It's, it's here. It's definitely here. <laughs> Wait, so Amy, what was the other thing that was oh. not your neck that was driving you crazy? <laughs> Wait, is this rash? Do you have something to put on it? Are you okay? Oh, yeah. Yes. Uh, well, okay. So I had to have another telehealth, my third telehealth appointment with her today. And she's sending me like a stronger medication. Um, and I'm hoping. No, <laughs> she just said it was a neck fold rash. I don't know. But she did send me med- <laughs> like something. But it's like I need something stronger because apparently my folds are uh, real deep and they hold a lot of rash. Okay, I don't know, um, but <laughs> it's pretty gross. And <laughs> I, in my head, I'm trying to detective this, and I'm like, "Did you start using new shampoo? Are you using new lotions? Did your I know, detergent that's what she change?" Asked me. Actually, she did tell me, and I 
and I, I've been using spray sunscreen all over my body for years and years and years. And apparently um, your body develops allergies to things after a while. And I am now allergic to spray sunscreen from CVS. Whoa. Yeah. Weird. (laughs) Well, (laughs) so, um, but yeah, I don't know. I think it's, I think it's probably stress. I think it's related to the stress and just the fact that like, we're indoors and you know it life is a yeah. nightmare <laughs> right <now>. yeah <laughs> so it's a big um, old capital t- s stress yes i got yeah. a weird rash all over my chest and back and i just the top part of my back and i i don't know what it i don't know what it is it's really weird I, so i hear you I, i'm just you like, have it well, now yeah i don't know what happens <laughs> are you is it itchy no <laughs> <laughs> is it weeping no i'm just kidding don't tell Hold me on. tell me tell me privately. tell us everything <laughs> <sighs> well i'm oh, sorry about your your neck folds me too <laughs> i shouldn't Thank laugh you. when i <laughs> <laughs> look if you can't laugh at my neck folds and let's just walk into the ocean together because fuck um <laughs> But uh, the thing, the other, like the kid stuff is yeah. the, the Zoom kindergarten. Uh, Yo. That's Yo. Gay. So. We haven't started yet. I'm nervous. Oh, you haven't started yet? Oh. Do you, um, do you have like a, a, a is, sorry. <laughs> when are you start? Are you starting like in the future or are you going to be like, starting this for a, a year? No, we're going to try. We're doing uh, our school starts a week from yesterday. Okay. Okay. So I, I got to be honest. I'm learning everything I can from everything y'all ladies have been through. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's much better than it was in the spring. Oh, that's so right. Because you, you, had, you had to deal with it in the spring. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was I mean, a I nightmare. Yeah. I'm sure. total shit show not the, yeah. not that it was the, it wasn't the teacher's fault or anything it no, was just you know we were all making it up as we went and uh and it was a fucking nightmare and you know we were all reeling from what was going on and stuff but but yeah so it's a lot better now it's not perfect yeah. but it's better uh you know it's i i do want to acknowledge it, it the teachers and the administrators of those school are so great yeah. and they're so i mean they're they're just the fact that they don't burst into tears the second they yeah. log on every day is so impressive to me. Like they actually smile and like it gives us a sense of like, okay, it, it'll you be have fine. it under control. We're okay. Yeah. And I really 100%. appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, right. It's it is a I'm sure so hard to do. And it's oh. so wonderful that they can do it with a smile. Yeah. 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 I mean I wouldn't, I can't, uh, I'm not doing anything with a smile oh, yeah. <laughs> ever again, I think. No, never. <laughs> Remember, we're in the apocalypse. Yes. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. So how is homeschool, how is it going, Amy? It's breaking oh, you. Yeah, it, yes. Because, okay, so kindergarten is, you know, obviously all about socialization. And of course, you know, I've been hearing that like socialization basically at this age, it can just be with anyone um and like we do have like a like a pod family that we hang out with so I feel like she's getting that but it's just the fact that like I'm raising 
myself. Like I, she and I are so similar in this, in like the way that it's like, I, I would just get so fucking bored in school. Like, and basically Mm. at, at five, she's on zoom and She's like, this isn't real. Like, she took her shirt yeah. off in class the other day. <laughs> oh, Bo, I love you. And I had to be like, honey, put on, you can't, th- please. Oh, God. And so, and I, and, and so I'm like, and, you know, I'm in the class with her because obviously if she were in this live class, they have teachers and aides walking around being like, okay, you know, this is how you write this sentence or whatever. And so Bo will just be like, fuck this shit. Like she just gets bored. And so she just starts doing her own thing. And I'm like, honey, are you following the direction? She was like, "Mm, I don't want to. And I'm like, I don't want to either, dude. No one wants to. Yeah. I really appreciate it. I don't want to be in kindergarten right now, but I'm here. I am here. Yes. And it's like, you know, I, I feel obviously I feel so awful for everyone that's going through this. It's like such a fucking nightmare. But I also want to be like, man, can I just like fucking not be conscious or tuned in for like 15 fucking minutes? Because yeah. I can't even like even like disengage for a second because if I don't keep her on she's learning how to how to learn you know she's learning how to learn and and it's it is a it's a habit and it's you know that she has to it's a skill and so I have to be there to make sure that she's on task and I had this whole like like um fantasy that I was going to be able to like you know, maybe write a novel when she was just kidding. <laughs> I would never do that. But like, you know, like actually like look at my emails or like just have a moment. No, not, uh, I'm basically sitting next to her the entire time and it's not her fault. Uh, um, but yeah, so that's kind of breaking me. Like the other day at recess, quote unquote, she left the room and I just sat and just cried and cried yeah. and cried because <laughs> yeah. it's so hard. Yeah. Ugh. I mean, we're, aren't we, we're just facilitating. I mean, First of all, I'm really grateful that like Amy, you and I are in the situation that our kids have not done school before, so they know no different. Mm. And like Betsy, I, I can't imagine like your your two are like, This isn't school, what is this? Yeah. This isn't this isn't normal. And I'm it's also like we're just we're facilitating homeschool. Yeah. Right. Like that's why we yeah. have to be engaged the whole time because it, there's not a authoritarian, you know, there's not like a figure in the front of the room. Mm. They're not in a space that is school. They're in their home and we have to be like, okay, well this, how do I make this your comfortable school space at yeah. our living room table? Oh my right. God. And Lord help you. If your internet, like our internet kept going out, we had to buy like a new, whatever and so it would go out and instead of being like the internet is out uh, and then like waiting for my husband to turn it on like he would just my eight-year-old would just be like he would just walk away he would just walk away from his desk and like fuck around and then like 10 minutes later my husband or I would be like wait what are you doing why are you here on the couch and then he would be like, the internet's out. And we're like, we reset the internet. You should go. You have to sign back into class. Like he kept just leaving, like wandering off. It's awful. Yeah. Well, I right. And, and my son will like bust in 
you know, like, he, so my daughter never wears a shirt and my son never wears pants. And so nice. they're just like, I it's magical. It. But my Charlie, my son will like just bust in the room and stand in front of the screen. And then the teacher would be like, oh, look, Bo has a visitor. <laughs> <laughs> I just like I don't even have the strength to like pull him away anymore. Yeah. I'm like learn learn it too. Well then because then the whole time all you're doing is Charlie, hey Charlie, Charlie, yeah. hey yeah. Charlie, Charlie, come Charlie, come Charlie. Yeah. Charlie, yeah. yeah. Charlie. yeah. Nobody at the end of the day, way. like it is what it is, right? Like we are, mm-hmm. <laughs> we're at home. <laughs> this person yeah. lives yeah. here too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We yeah. are in shared space. This yeah. person lived here and he does not have pants on. You're welcome. <laughs> My husband has been going crazy because our kid keeps shushing him because our kid's at class. He's in school. And my husband will be like, blah, 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 blah. And then he'll be like, I'm, I can't hear my teacher. And he's like, Ugh. like he gets so mad. It's like, well, he, we are in his classroom. Right. This space is his classroom. So he does yeah. have a point and he's, it's allowed. Yeah. That does make me insane. There's always like, I feel like in this class, there's a couple of kids that they're, they're older than they're um, almost a whole year older than Bo. And like, they know how to like unmute once the teacher mutes them. <laughs> and oh my God, you should, the thoughts that run through my head, I'm like that little motherfucker. Oh, he just did it again. Like I'm just watching him. And like, so like a speaker view always flashes to whoever that is. Oh um, no. And I just am like, I hate how how stressed out I am about it. I want to be like so chill and be like, this is cool. I love this experience. I am like, I hate it so far. I have like, I have like, I made an enemy in my mind with another kid in my daughter's <laughs> class. I'm like, I have told people I fucking hate this kid. I don't know this kid. Right. You know, you know his face on a computer and you're just like, this fucking kid is ruining my life. Yes, I hate him. I have like thought about him like late at night, like when I'm scrolling mindlessly, I'm like, that, I bet that little bitch is fucking unmuting himself somewhere. God, like, so insane. Ladies, I'm, I'm afraid my daughter is going to be that. She like right. <laughs> knows how to unmute herself and she's always like, can I put a fun background on on my Zom? Oh, and I'm like, right. no, no, Elliot, no, you can't. We have to pay attention in, in school. Okay. So computer school, which is what we're calling it. Yes, yeah. school, you're not allowed to unmute yourself if you're muted and there are no backgrounds. Yes. There, there's no way she's going to be like, like this kid. I promise you. Okay, good. <laughs> promise my you. Kids okay, do good. That too, I'm going to hold though. you to that. Your kids in do the, that. Yeah. In the spring, they would get in trouble all the time and the teacher would be like, You're you have to turn your camera off. Like or like like they weren't like even allowed because they would go into the chat and be like just saying all sorts of crazy shit that didn't even make any sense to anyone else. And like they would like uh dance in front of the camera or like turn the microphone on and be like and then turn it off like it was not they kept getting in trouble and like um yeah but you can't be standing over like a seven-year-old for hour i don't know i don't know what the i don't know i don't know what the solution is yeah i mean you gotta do it can you just 
it's crazy though <laughs> to, to sit there the whole oh i don't know <laughs> yeah, i just tell uh... i tell my four four and a half year old to just i'm like here's khan academy kids on an ipad like please go learn something and then <laughs> and then you're your home alert. monitor yeah 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 So Jordan, what, what's, uh, what's, uh, please tell us what has broken you? What has driven you to drink? Um, it wasn't drinking that it drove me to, but, um, (laughs) anyway, ladies, I have a confession to make. (laughs) Um, this was Elliot's five. And so when, uh, she was like, just to maybe a little over to uh my husband Rory really pushed pretty hard for uh, a puppy and I had a girlfriend in Las Vegas who had uh rescued a labradoodle an adult labradoodle female brought her into her home because she already had an adult labradoodle and a month into this new female being in her life, took her to the doctor and the doctor's like, oh, she's really pregnant. <gasps> and they had no <gasps> idea. I know. I know. They had no idea. And then they had a litter of this uh, dog had a litter of 10 puppies. Whoa. So she had these most beautiful, fluffy, adorable labradoodle puppies and I showed it to Rory and he had already been like we should get a dog we should totally get a dog we've already (laughs) talked about getting a dog let's get a dog we should do it mind you (laughs) neither one of us have ever had a dog oh ever (laughs) so we see these puppies and we're like yeah let's do it and I I I emailed her and I was like I think we will drive to Las Vegas to take one of these puppies when you're ready and so we road tripped to Vegas. We got a puppy. We named her Maple. She was Maple uh, like a leaf. Maple. Maple like oh, the leaf. Sweet. That's very she was cute. Scrumptious. <laughs> and she was too much for us. And <laughs> it and my husband's also a stand-up comic, so he was on the road all the time. Mm-hmm. So I have a two year old and a 10 week old puppy when I've oh. never taken care of a dog before in my life. Oh my God. And it drove me to truly, I was uh, living on CBD and coffee. <laughs> yeah. I was taking, I, like, every morning I was like, here's some CBD. Let's try to calm the fuck down. Dog, stop. Don't pee on the floor. Elliot, oh. do not, no, don't touch, don't go near it. I mean, <laughs> literally oh. every day. You're already um, trying to teach a human how to be a human for the first time, and then you're also trying to teach a dog who doesn't understand be... English. Yeah, yeah. This dog <laughs> speaks Portuguese. Most of them do, and I, I am unfortunately not fluent in Portuguese. Um, I love the way you worded that. That was magical. <laughs> but so like then, now you have to teach a dog how to be a dog and you don't know how to do that either at the same it's that's so that's a nightmare. It, I mean it was like <laughs> so, it was like yeah. solo parenting. It was it was like I had a newborn. It was a newborn and a two year old and I was like way in over my head. <laughs> and it got to a point where we were like, you know what? 
we can't do this. This dog is, this is the wrong dog for us. And yeah. our nanny like hated dogs. So we would, when she came to watch Elliot, we would put her in this like teeny tiny, like three by eight space in our kitchen and the nanny wouldn't take her out. The nanny wouldn't walk her, which I get like, it, that's not her job. Her job is to take care of my, my daughter. And it just, it was so, it was heartbreaking. And then at three months we were like, I think we need to part with Maple. And so we had to like teach the lesson to our daughter that like, we give you something and then we take it away. We're so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry because they have a, I mean, it's, it's, it was very it was it was hard and if and you keep peeing on the floor Elliot look what might happen just so you know I will rub your nose in it and then if you keep doing it we will give you to another family were you sending your husband like insane texts because that's what I would have done like, oh yeah dog you wanted this dog yeah you know? oh yeah I, I I don't I don't know that I ever was like you wanted this dog until like he finally realized maybe like six months to a year after we had given Maple away he was like you know what that was on me I I forced us into getting a dog and I am sorry for that I am so sorry for that had to feel good to hear that it did I was like oh at least he recognizes what the problem is so yeah yeah but it was it was really hard and so wait so what what did Elliot like did she well we you know we have pictures we have this huge picture wall in our hallway that like we printed off of like uh social print studio those teeny tiny like Instagram squares oh yeah it's like covering an entire like eight by five wall and we have pictures of maple and we talk about her and we're in contact with the family still so they'll send us pictures of her every so often um and you know she's okay with it we're all we all kind of like get a little sad about it but we talk about when we get another dog and like the next dog we get is definitely going to be housebroken and will be older and you know we're we're kind of sticking our f- feet back in now about getting another uh, dog. Yeah. So. I mean, now yeah. it would make a lot more sense. Yeah. I mean, she she understands and she talks about how now she's like, well, the dog will be my responsibility and I'll take Ooh. care of it. And we're like, uh-huh. Oh, uh-huh. God bless. God bless. Oh. So. Yeah. A puppy yeah. is hardcore. I mean, what, it's, it is what like, are we it's, fucking thinking? A it's puppy? a newborn dog. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, at I, least if it was an older dog, like it wouldn't be necessarily like peeing in the house and biting your feet every time you walked around or, you know, yeah. I, uh, Maple also, we were playing in the backyard and I had to go to urgent care and I thought I needed stitches because she bit my arm instead <gasps> of her toy oh. and her little baby teeth, like slashed my wrist. And Jeez. I was like, Cool. This is a cool. This is a cool life investment here. <laughs> Thank you. Have you so glad crazy? They have like crazy little needle teeth. They really needle hurt. teeth. When our dog, we we no longer have a dog, but when we did have a dog, uh, and and he was a puppy, like what Maple? Oh my god! Like what Maple was? Maple was a puppy, and then Maple this was is a also puppy. an example of a puppy. <laughs> um, <laughs> 
<laughs> he used to love to, if I was wearing socks, he would bite my socks and he wanted to like take like take them away. And so essentially he was like biting my teeth, my feet all the time with his yeah. little needle teeth. And it made me so insane. Yeah. <sighs> Like um, we went to, to go like Ari, come get that dog. He's driving. Get that crazy. dog away from me. Go on, uh, we, we went to go visit Maple after we had <gasps> given her away at the family Aww. house. And like she remembered who we were who we were. And it was what? it was oh my so God. it was heartbreaking and sad because like a dog doesn't know. A dog's Aww. like, Oh, you're my people, and then now you're not my people, and then all of a sudden you're back. <laughs> It's like, no, right. we're just saying hi. We just wanted to come see you. Oh, um, yeah. oh, that it must was... have hurt your heart so much. I, yeah, that must have been really hard. Yeah, I think that maybe yeah. I took it a lot harder than anyone else in the family when we gave yeah. her away. Like, I, I cried about oh. it. And then sure. going to see her, I was like, it's her little, her little baby. Oh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, because but... it, I mean, it affected you the most. I mean, mm -hmm. you, yeah. I mean, ugh, that's rough. I'm yeah, so sorry. Hard. That's okay. It's when a, I was everybody a little wants kid. a puppy. I know. Yeah, so everyone cute. wants a puppy. Well, this made me think when I was like maybe eight or nine, we were living in the Bay Area and we got a puppy. And, a, you know, a few months in, it, it wasn't working out. Same thing. Like she like scratched my brother or bit him or something, you know, like accidentally, but whatever. And, and my, so my dad decided to give her away. It's, it sounds to me that you, like you handled this, like with Elliot really well. Cause my only memory is like a new family, full family <laughs> coming into my house, picking up my dog, and taking her away in like a station wagon and waving goodbye in that big back window, you know, mm -hmm. like the 80s station wagons. <laughs> I swear it was like the fuck. And I was like, I remember thinking like, oh, no, this is going to stick with me for sure. Yeah. No, yeah. this is probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is going to be one of those life moments that I take into everything I do. And I'm gonna date some bad dudes because of this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But this will lead to bad choices. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. So it sounds like you like you at least um, handled it in like a very loving way. And she was she was on board with it. So that's that's good. Yeah, I mean, I, I hope, right? We yeah, won't know until she's like 30 and in therapy. So <laughs> she's dating a guy in prison. <laughs> Whoops! Oops! That was us. That was, that was maple. That was our maple choice. Uh, Jordan, is there anything uh, that you would like to um, promote while you were here? Can you tell everyone, um, you know, where to find you on social media and all that jazz? I am on Instagram, and my handle. Uh, I think it's either Jordan B. Scoville. I think that's what it is. Or it's J.B. Scoville. Not 100% sure. I'm not real good at this social media thing. Um, but I am in, uh, my husband did a show on Comedy Central called Robbie. And I am, I play a character. I play Karen. Uh, I'm in three episodes. And you can find that on Comedy Central's YouTube channel. And it's called yeah. Robbie. 
Robbie. Awesome. Robbie. Yeah. Me and Rory uh, don't like each other. And so it was real fun to play the uh, the person who like gives him the hardest time because, it, yeah. it, you know, I joked on set. I was like, this is like couples therapy. Thanks, guys. Yeah. <laughs> It was awesome. Fun. So Robbie on on YouTube on the Comedy Central channel on YouTube. And really mm-hmm. quick, what is what's the what's it about? Um, R- Robbie is a church league basketball coach, uh, trying to be the uh, high school basketball coach. And in the pilot, he learns that he has a ten year old uh, biracial son, and it takes mm-hmm. place in uh, the South. So it's wow. really it's really great. That sounds awesome. Yeah, it's really great. Great. Excellent. Amy, is there anything you want to tell people to check out or find you on social media? Oh, boy. Do I ever. Um, (laughs) No, you can find – I'm on Insta also at uh, at Amy Albert Cobb. And and I'm still, you know, uh, with the Pump and Dump show, even though we're not touring now. So um, if you guys know about the Pump and Dump show, um, Band of Mothers Media, there's – they have Instagram – Band of Mothers, I believe. Band of Mothers on Instagram and the Pump and Dump Show. So we have like little things that we're doing on there if you want to check that out. Oh, very cool. So even even though the Band of Mothers Pump and Dump Show isn't touring (laughs) currently because of uh, the pandemic, you're still Mm -hmm. making content on their Instagram page? Yeah, we're just we're yeah. I mean, we're just we're trying to stay engaged um, with as many moms as possible just to like – you know, because the show is just like a big hug for the audience. And so we big just want to <laughs> just let everyone know that we're all, we're with you. You're in it. You're yeah. in it with them. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> well, great. Everyone check that out. Um, Amy. Yeah. You're doing a great job, buddy. Keep it oh, up. Thank you. You know. Yeah. Distance learning sucks. Oh, it sucks thanks. butts. It sucks so many butts. Job. <laughs> yes Jordan mm-hmm. Jordan you yeah. are doing a great job thank you, you listen to yourself you paid attention to your limitations and you accepted it which is really hard yeah, to do thank you it is it is hard to go oh gut check this isn't working yeah so, thank you, you always want to just like work just like I could I'll just make it happen and you're like no this this is not happening and it, yeah it hurts to fix yeah. but it's right to fix it. That's it hard is to right. do. Yeah, thank you. You're doing a fucking incredible job. Thanks, Jordan. You know, you're you're getting your space where you can get it, even if you get an hour of sleep at night. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is that's true. This is true. <laughs> I I don't know if an hour of sleep makes me a good mom, uh, but at least that extra time alone helps me. Let's call it an experiment. Mom. Life is yeah. an experiment right now. This whole thing is a life experiment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 You're both doing an amazing job. I'm so proud of both of you. Thanks, Amy. Now let's get off this this uh, little talk and go cry by ourselves. Huh? <laughs> Anyone else? It's well, got to be five o'clock somewhere, right? There <laughs> we go. <laughs> well, everyone uh, listening, thank you so much for joining us. Um, and uh, And just know that you are doing a great job. My mommy drinks.
Have you ever encountered an unexplained hairy bipedal hominid in the woods? Have you received telepathic messages from an unidentified aerial phenomenon? If so, then you need to listen to Bigfoot Collectors Club. I'm Michael McMillan. And I'm Bryce Johnson. And together with super producer... Riley Bray. We make up the Bigfoot Collectors Club. That's right. Every week we talk to actors, comedians, writers, and paranormal experts about their personal paranormal histories and share stories of high strangeness. Like the time when we talked to Craig Ferguson about the Loch Ness Monster and when a sea witch told him he had raven magic. Or the time I asked Pitch Perfect's Anna Camp her opinion on cattle mutilations. Past guests have included Rachel Bloom, Jen Kirkman, Paul F. Tompkins, Bobcat Goldthwait, and more. So if you've ever been abducted alongside five reindeer by an alien with grills for hands, or witnessed Bigfoot crawl out of an interdimensional portal, don't laugh, happens all the time, then check out Bigfoot Collectors Club on Campfire Media or wherever you get your podcasts. Bigfoot Bigfoot Collectors Collectors Club, you're here to believe believe us. Wait, is that how it goes? Campfire.